Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast in, in this, this reality. reality. The show designed to challenge everything we've been taught. If you've ever felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Time to open your mind and dive in. This is is the the Mental Mental Mastery Mastery Alliance Alliance Podcast. And here we go. When it comes to the idea of healing yourself, so much goes into that simple thought. It's like, well, I'm over here and uh, I need to be a little bit healthier, so uh, I'm going to work on that. And then what do we do? We proceed to have a thought on how we're supposed to heal, where we're supposed to be on our journey, what the journey is supposed to look like. And we beat ourselves up every step of the way. Not only that, but we also compare ourselves to everybody else that we've witnessed every step of the way. And that's really weird. Because... When you try to break free from a mindset that is keeping you stuck, I think the first and, and biggest thing is understanding that it, it's your mindset. It's somehow ingrained in your head and you're in complete control of it. Therefore, you are your own prison guard. I came out the gate swinging today, ladies and gentlemen. Today's Saturday. I absolutely love Saturdays. Um, I love every day and that's, I don't know, man, it sounds so foolish, but it, you know, coming from an area and coming from a mindset that was so locked into place. Um, how do I put that? Like I, you know, when back in, I want to say my third dimensional self, because it's kind of where I was, even though I was always hyper aware of so many things. I mean, it was a path. It was a journey that I was on. You have to be hyper aware. So I find myself focusing on, I want to say the wrong thing, but thinking it's the right thing back in my third dimensional state. I want to say I was doing everything I possibly could Ah. (laughs) to get myself to where I needed to be. Oh God, it was so hard. And then on the exterior, you have all the people in my experience, well, from my journey, not like, you know, I'm just saying this is my take. Everyone's saying you've got it all together, you know, and, and the, the reality is I, you know, obviously I didn't, but I portrayed that. So even in my own, I suppose, mental state, I was causing myself to pain by not allowing myself to be expressive as to how I felt. And then furthering that, understanding that if I were to be expressive, quote unquote, to others, the truth is. I would have been being, I would have been being, (laughs) that's just terrible English. I would have been being, I would have allowed myself to be expressive. I like the first one better. I don't, I would have allowed myself to be expressive to myself. And in hindsight, that was the one thing that was never going to happen. Because in my mind, I was stuck in a position, no matter what I had, that it wasn't enough. No matter where I was, that it wasn't enough. No matter how much money I had, no matter how many drugs I had, people around me, 
It wasn't enough and I wasn't doing enough. And the real question is, who are you trying to impress when you're locked into this mindset? Who are you really, truly trying to impress? Is it you? Is it future you? Is it past you? Are you trying to live up to some standard? Where did that standard come from? Why do we feel we need to live up to a standard? And then furthering that again, understanding that whatever standard you ever decide to set up for yourself is literally inside your own head. So when you decide that you want to sort of step forward or do something or be something, no matter what it is, the only person that you're at war with or the only person that you're attempting to best, as it were, is yesterday's version of you. The question is, where did that information come from? Where did that desire come from? Where did that, that, that ideology come from? The answer to that is pretty interesting. It legitimately came from everywhere. You, for the most part, have been lied to 99% of your life. Think about this. Humanity is the only species that pays money to live on this planet. We have been duped, tricked, manipulated, twisted, and mind-fucked since day one. And what does that really mean? Well, all of your fundamental thoughts and all of the things that you decide that you want to do are based on an ideology that is false. And this triggers some people who are not prepared to open their minds to this truth. Because not only have you been programmed, but inside your programming, you've been taught not to believe you can be manipulated. There's a quote that says, it's easier to trick somebody than to convince them they've been tricked. I don't remember who quoted that. You can look it up. I won't. <laughs> but it's a quote, an actual quote. Funny thing too, um, the Instagram has been going so well uh, lately that you know the, one of the last ones that got us was a was a quote that wasn't a quote, which was a hard lesson to learn, but taught me to be more careful with what I put up there. And I also know that the algorithm is trying to obviously curate what you do and don't post, freedom posts and all that sort of stuff. So the the Instagram account itself certainly has changed just a little bit to reach a, a more diverse audience. But it hasn't really lacked anything. I've just been a little bit more coy. So the people that pick up the stuff that are on Instagram, you guys are the smart ones because I'm getting a lot of people being like, I don't know what you're talking about. Unfollow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's all right by me. Make room for those that do know. Back to what I was talking about, which kind of, you know, this is going to be one of those episodes where I'm kind of all over the place, which I think is like most of my episodes lately anyway, simply because I've got so much to say and, and so many things that I want to get off my chest. And it's almost like it's hard to record the episode now because I legitimately have so much to say about absolutely everything. And when you've got that much to say, you're like, nobody's going to understand what I'm trying to say. I don't even understand what I'm trying to say. And I'm just not going to say it. And I think to myself, I'm like, well, my episodes are lacking. I don't have, I'm not putting up as much as I used to. Granted in the summer, we were doing two a week, which was great. But in hindsight, not really sustainable when you, when you want to do a million other things. So this, again, I'm telling you this story because if you guys are deciding to launch your show or do anything like that, don't, again, don't put a set of rules inside your head that you, you have to live up to because it, that those are just your rules. I mean, the algorithm loves consistency, but you know, of all the podcasts that have ever been started in the world, I don't even know how many that is. Podcasts that are actually running right now and that are staying up to date 
it's like less than a million or a million or something like that. I probably shouldn't even quote that because I don't know hundred percent. But in my mind, what's running through is like there are a million active and three hundred thousand actually active. So like there are three hundred thousand podcasts where people are uploading weekly. So consistency is key, and they obviously want to utilize this algorithm, and they want to drive traffic to it, and they want the machine needs to run in the background. So if you decide you want to do it, all I can say is stay consistent. So bare minimum, put up three or four episodes a month. And if you can't do that, try two, you know? And if you can't do that, do one. But if you've got something to say, get out there and say it. And as for me, well, I will continue to produce these run-on sentence episodes, uh, but I love them. I love... I love where they go and I love what they do. They help me. They're cathartic for me. And and hopefully they help some of you guys. And it's actually some of the, the crazier episodes, like the ones that I'm like, nobody's going to listen to that. Those ones have the biggest hits. And that's kind of fun too. So back to what I was talking about, which again was pretty much everything. You are the prisoner of your own mind. Therefore, you are the one that sets the rules inside your head, even though you think they come from somewhere else. There's also this rule that goes into our head that says we need to blame other people for our problems. And when we do that, we disassociate ourselves from self-ownership. I mean, there are a lot of people out there that are fat right now um, for no other reason other than they don't work out and they eat a lot of potato chips. I'm raising my hand right now as I say that because I had that affliction. And what do I tell myself? What did I tell myself? Well, I gave up all drugs, all drinking, all fast women, all uh, <laughs> bacon, you know, bad foods, uh, bad habits. I gave up virtually all this stuff or thought I gave it all up, right? So when you actually give up the addiction, the act of doing it when you give this up what you're left with is the desire to fill it with something else and so for me it was just you know food i'm just going to eat whatever i want whenever i want and again you know my my mindset sort of shifted down the carbs when you when you load carbs like it just hurts you in mind body and soul so like i said i'm the one that's raising my hand when i say that sort of thing and then you swap that addiction out for the gym. The gym's a massive addiction. But your life began somewhere. You were going down this road. You were creating something that you wanted to create. And we feel somewhere along the way that we get stuck. If we want to change our mind, if we want to change this, if we want to change that, we feel that we have lost path. We feel that this isn't where we're supposed to be. I had all of this planned out. This is where I was going. This is what I was doing. I mean, even in this podcast alone, I don't even know where I'm going with it. <laughs> this particular show is fantastic. Welcome to episode 230. A free mind, free from yourself, is the main thing that's going to propel you into where you're going next. And the ability to unload what you need to unload, whether it's verbally, physically, mentally, so that you can take on new is paramount. Again, another, another good reason to speak, another reason that you want to have a show or start a blog or share your story. Because your story is unique. And here's another thing too about your story. There are, there's a stat that is something along the lines of, you know, for every thousand people, 10 of them are willing to speak, but a lot of them are willing to listen. And a lot of those that want to listen don't want to speak because they don't feel that they have something to say or they don't feel that they can contribute value. Why would somebody not feel that they can contribute value? Why is there this hierarchy? Well, 
It's generational. What did your parents put into your head? What did the, what did the TV shows that you watch put in your head? What did the music that you listen to put in your head? Why are you perceiving things the way you're perceiving things? And why do you think it's somebody else? Now, if you're listening to this show, you've obviously got the ability to free think just a little bit, if not quite a lot. And a lot of people that don't have the ability to free think think I'm a lunatic. But that's okay too, because those people, for the most part, are the loudest. And it used to bother me having to deal with hecklers and, and these, these people that just wanted to chirp. But you realize that that's, that's the universe pushing back. That's a test for you. To anyone that's willing to step up and speak, you're going to get these people. They're going to come at you. If you operate in integrity, these people don't bother you. But when you don't operate in integrity, much like myself back in the third dimension, you, know, you don't know how to handle somebody who's going to call you out on your bullshit. And that's a huge one too, because that's the stuff that stifles you. So first off, you create the bullshit, then you manifest the bullshit, then you run with the bullshit, then you get called out on the bullshit, then you feel even weaker. Meanwhile, this is a cycle of bullshit that runs you into the ground. And then you think to yourself, there's no way I can get out of this. I'm stuck. I'm getting fatter. I'm getting older. I'm not where I want to be. And it's a cycle of bullshit. All because we're trying to live up to some sort of image and, main, and maintain something that's inside our head that was essentially built and based on lies. Lies that we observed and thought were the truth. This world right now, with regards to the conspiracies, you're going to keep hearing them say things like, follow the money, follow the money. I firmly believe that those who invented this reality or those who they say are the ones that are at the top they don't need the money the money in and of itself is just simply another tool another distraction another thing for us to chase so those who invented the money and those who have quote unquote imprisoned us in the idea don't need the money the money is just for us just a distraction for us because if we think that we're elevating our own game if we think that we're cracking through levels and this that and we're crashing through realities like the Kool-Aid man the buck stops here is a final line that's inside your head as well. So follow the money, follow the money. And so many of these things exist that would prevent us from seeing past the dollar. But this has to do with energy. I firmly believe that every single thing that we've ever done is a result of, or is, is intention. It's intention is, sorry about my speaking ability today. Hmm. The intention is energy. It's like, let's talk about gambling for a second, right? Gambling is huge. The books are huge. And this reality is heavily pushing them now. For the longest time, you weren't allowed to gamble anywhere but Vegas. Almost like it was a trial run. And then some states allowed it and some states didn't. And, and in Canada, like some provinces allow it and some provinces don't. But in Ontario, it's, it's the Wild West over here now. So gambling is interesting because if you want to follow the money, right, then you understand that all sports are rigged. Because it doesn't matter how many, I mean, it doesn't matter how many sports, you can add them all up. All the money that's earned from all the sports all across the world doesn't compare to how much Vegas makes. It doesn't compare to how much the books make. And it's not about the money, right? So if you're gambling your money and you're very third dimensional about it or thinking about it in this sense, you then have the opportunity to, to bet and say you bet $10 and you win 1000 the first thing you're going to say is neat, followed directly by, I should have bet 20. Therefore, you're low vibrational. Or if you don't bet on a certain thing or you cash out or you miss it by a beat, you're like, fuck, I just missed that one. And again, you're low vibrational. 
If you cash out and it cashes, no good. It's one of those things where no matter what move you make with regards to gambling and or the stock market, you're going to be upset because there was another move or another possibility somewhere that would have yielded more. It is very rare in the stock market and in gambling to be like, well, I maxed out on that one. Well, I maxed it. Oh, maxed out on that one again. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. So when you start to understand that a lot of this, a lot of this manipulation comes from the desire to keep you low vibrational. And again, that sounds woo-woo juju, and maybe it is. But when you stop focusing on the things that keep you low vibrational, you're allowed to then sort of rise up. And when you do rise up, you see that all conflict everywhere, in every aspect of everything, age, sex, creed, color, religion, all of it is designed to keep you low vibrational. If you hate on anyone or anything for anything other than anything, it's keeping you low vibrational. When you sort of start to embrace how the world needs to be seen, or how, shouldn't say that. I should say, when you embrace how you need to see the world, then everything everybody else is doing is kind of irrelevant. And that's huge. Because when everybody else and what they're up to is irrelevant, you've now zeroed in on exactly what you need to do, which is totally relevant. And when you're on that page, it doesn't matter who's got this and who's got that and how much money you have and how much money you don't have. You're going to utilize and you're going to see everything that you've got right in front of you. A giant item by item list. An itemized list, if you will. A drop down. And you're going to be able to say to yourself, I've got these things. And with these things, I'm going to get these things. And with those things, I'm going to get these things. And the further down that hole, that rabbit hole, that path you go, the more you realize that the things were the greatest tools in the world. But who you became on the journey was the whole purpose of everything. Therefore, the entirety of all of the hardships that you faced allowed you to see that you were facing hardships, allowed you to level up. Everything that every challenge that you came across along that journey, as difficult as it was at the time, was there to get you here. And the beautiful thing is once you get here and once you're free here in this reality, no matter how much life you have left ahead of you, the entirety of the game is different. You no longer worry about so many things. You start preparing for and looking forward to the newest of the new challenges. You understand that every error in your entire life, you can just rectify. You can rectify in a, a litany of different ways. You know, we stop focusing on certain things. We start focusing on different things. We stop beating ourselves up for our past mistakes, which were literally our lessons and needed to happen to get you to a point of realization. Not only that, but they needed to happen repetitively until you understood. So while you were living in the third dimension, you were repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. And they could have been terrible mistakes. Damaging to you, damaging to your community over and over and over again until you as the character understood the energy and the impact that it was having. So that you, the character, can step up and into the reality and purpose that you legitimately are here to follow through with, to do, the, the soul contract, whatever you want to call it. Your life's mission the purpose, the meaning of life. When I talk about the things that you've been lied to about everything, nobody, nobody questions the dark ages. Remember that? Remember high school? We're like, hey, this is, this is the Pythagorean theorem, and, and this is Jesus 
was born in the year zero. The calendars were awkward in the year one. And then we had the Dark Ages, so let's just skip over a couple thousand years. Uh, and here we are in the 1800s. Destroying megacities like Chicago. Setting them on fire. And then just rewriting history. And then we consider ourselves, well, that would never happen. <laughs> We're legitimately watching it happen right before our very eyes. They're tearing down statues and removing people and they're, they're doing all this sort of stuff. They're, they're, segre they're reintroducing segregation. They've taken all the people of color off of all of our branding and they left all the white people, which is fucking weird, really. And they did it under the guise of, I don't know, safety or whatever. But now we're left with Colonel Sanders and Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and I don't know who else is out there, right? But everybody else is gone. And why? Why? Cultural appropriation? I'm not sure. But it's weird and awkward and delivered to us in a, in a false way. So we sit here and we've got this peculiarity of our history being rewritten as we speak. Our history in the past being rewritten yet delivered to us by the same people who are rewriting it currently. And we think that this right now is the new thing. It's just a continuation. And there are people that are completely oblivious to it that have never seen it. They don't, don't understand it. That would turn this podcast on right now and go, what the frick is this guy rambling on about? Hibbity do. That's probably how they would say it too. Yeah, you gotta follow everything up with a solid hibbity do. But for those of us who are catching on to things, your personal life is one continuous story. I mean, that sounds obvious when I say it, but it's the truth. Every single thing that you've been doing is getting you to where you need to be. And it's our own ego that makes us think that whenever we get there, this is the place. So we're actually floored and dumbfounded when all of a sudden it's different or it changes where some new information comes into play and it's new and it's different. And like, oh, this isn't where I was. Think about who you were three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, 10 months ago. Understand that where you are right now is just a stepping stone into where you're going and who you're becoming. And understand too that you are the one that's in charge of and in control of the key to the very prison in which you're trying to escape. It's all you. Everything's going on around you. Everything's going on. You have no control over any of it. All you have control over is what's going on inside your head, how you're going to react to it. And then you realize that by the actions you take initially, things change. Your observations change. Your, your quote-unquote luck changes. Your ability to decipher things changes. Your ability to gain things changes. Your ability to lose things changes. You gain more control of your life inside the very sandbox in which we are all playing a different and unique game. And to me, it's absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a fun episode. I've been kind of all over the place, like I said. Feel free to check us out, www.thementalmasteryalliance.com. If you haven't already, we've got all kinds of offers going on over there. Uh, we've got all kinds of fun stuff as well. If you want to reach out to us, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance, shoot us a, a, an email. Uh, you can text us, 647-338-1265. Text or voicemail. If you have a question or comment or want to be heard on the show, we can do that for you. If it's, it, well, I'm not going to guarantee it. <laughs> but we might be able to get you on the show. More than likely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another beautiful and wonderful Saturday rolling upon us. It's nice and warm up here in Canada. 11 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit for whatever reason. But there it is. I'm going to go out there and do some gardening. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. 
We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways, but also leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.